Hello, I'm constitutional attorney Catherine Henry. Welcome to the Constitution segment recap for Restore Freedom Weekly, Season 1, Episode 49. The topic we went over to in this week's episode was more on standing up to local governments. Last week, we started our in-depth discussion on our right and our duty to stand up against local government violating our rights. This week, we continued this important discussion with more real-life examples of how you can fight back when your local government tramples your rights. We, of course, started the week with our true or false question. In general, government meetings must be held in a manner open to the public. You can always answer those on Twitter, Telegram, LinkedIn, Truth Social, YouTube, and on our very own website, RestoreFreedomKH.com. So keep in mind, this is just a simple recap. So if you want to hear the full discussion, please make sure to check out that full episode, a link for which is in the slideshow, which you can find in the description of this segment. Uh, but you'll look for <clears throat> episode 49. So we recapped uh, at the beginning of the episode talking about um, what we went over in last week's discussion. Your municipality is trampling your rights. So now what? Well, we talked about using cease and desist letters, notices of proposed litigation, uh, perhaps urgently filing a lawsuit, speaking at city council or commission meetings, finding and joining up with others that have been similarly harmed, doing press releases, or even your own strategic social media campaign. Those are all things that are important that you should still keep uh, in mind and considering and thinking about and doing. Uh, so also last week, we talked about municipal overreach and real life examples of legally fighting back. We talked about a little bit of what happened in the city of Balding a few years back in Georgetown Township when I was fighting from the inside out. The city of Ormond Beach, my newest freedom fight and the city of Hastings where we had last week our friend uh, Joel uh, Ibbotson on from Barry County Michigan talking about the issues there again we need to keep these basics in mind as we start a discussion pretty much on any topic but certainly when it comes to defending your own god-given liberties and the basics start with this governments are instituted to protect our god-given rights why because we get our rights from god not the government but the government has no rights and in fact the government only has the powers which we specifically delegate to it we the people created our constitution and our very form of government the U.S. Constitution, in fact, is the supreme law of the land, and no federal law, no state law, no state constitutional provision, no local ordinance or resolution, no court order, no government action whatsoever can be repugnant to the Constitution. If it is, it's void on its face right from the beginning. doesn't take a court case to tell you that. This means that government cannot act unless there is a specific power granted by the Constitution. Government is prohibited from doing anything that violates the state or U.S. constitutions. And in fact, every government official is sworn to take, <clears throat> excuse me, they are, every government, government official uh, has sworn the oath to uphold the U.S. and uh, state constitutions. 
In the state of Michigan, we recapped that with municipal government, specifically with city and village government, they have the power uh, to adopt resolutions and ordinances specific to uh, municipal concerns, municipal property, and municipal government. Of course, they are subject to the Constitution and to state law. Uh, we also talked about uh, just recapping what we had done in prior weeks uh, in the Florida State Constitution, Article 8, Section 2, that municipalities have powers to conduct municipal government, per perform municipal functions and render municipal services. Uh, we again left in there the slides talking about local government and state law, specifically the chapters in Michigan statutes talking about municipalities, just so you have that frame of reference. Again, also leaving in those chapters of Florida state statutes talking about local governments and reminding you that a municipality's powers are to provide infrastructure, waterways, roadways, utilities, et cetera. And again, to protect our individual liberties so that in my exercise of my rights, I'm not interfering with your exercise of your rights. And we reminded you that municipal powers cannot supersede individual rights. Again, from prior weeks, we kind of recapped a little bit just to give you that refresher of what kinds of homeowners rights, for example, in a municipality we might be talking about. The right to equal protection of the law, the right to due process, privacy from government, criminal trial rights, unenumerated rights, the rights against bills of attainder. And we pointed out that the biggest thing you need to start with in dealing with these municipalities and going there and having that confidence is to remember that Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution guarantees us that Republican form of government where we elect government representatives, but we the people retain ultimate control and authority. So what about constitutional public access? Well, you have a right to government, you have the right to access government meetings. You have the right to free speech, believe it or not. You have separately a distinct right to be heard at public meetings. You have the right to instruct your representatives. You have the right to peaceably assemble. You have the right to petition your government for redress of grievances, and you have the right to access public government documents. So what about those laws protecting public access? Well, there are federal statutes regarding uh, government meetings, but we were specifically talking about uh, the laws and the constitutional provisions for the state of Michigan and the state of Florida to give you those more specific examples. In the Florida State Constitution, Article 1, Section 24, there is specifically a provision talking about access to public meetings. Likewise, Florida State Statutes uh, 286.011 would be a good place to look for that. In Michigan, start with the Open Meetings Act, which starts at MCL 15.261. You can also look for specifics on open meetings for townships and MCL 42.7. Uh, the specifics for counties and holding their open meetings, MCL 46.1, and the same thing for villages would be found in MCL 78.23. Don't forget, though, that state uh, law talking about, hey, for any of these meetings, you have the right not only to go to these public meetings, but you have the right to record or even live stream these meetings. And so if you want to learn more about that, check out MCL 15.263. Uh, you also have the right to free speech, 
of course, guaranteed in the U.S. Constitution and the Michigan and Florida state constitutions. And again, that right to be heard in public meetings, that specific one can be found in Florida statutes uh, 286.0114. You have the right to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. But more specifically, the state constitutions have identified that you have the right to instruct your representatives, and that being found in uh, Article 1, Section 3 of the Michigan Constitution and Article 1, Section 5 of the Florida State Constitution. You have the right to public access via government documents, and we have a boatload of constitutional and statutory provisions outlined for you in uh, this page of the slideshow, so please make sure to check out those constitutional segments as well as the um, the statutes we itemized for you, um, a few of which, uh, the Florida State Constitution, Article 1, Section 24, Florida State Statutes, Chapter 119, Florida State Statute uh, 286.011, but also Chapter 286 in general, uh, the Michigan uh, Freedom of Information Act, which starts at MCL 15.231, the Michigan Enhanced Access to Public Records, which starts on uh, MCL uh, 15.441, and of course, just doing those basic MCL searches like we talked about in the episode. Again, you got to check out those uh, true or false questions on Tuesdays and answer those either on Twitter, Telegram, LinkedIn, Truth Social, YouTube, or our very own website, RestoreFreedomKH.com. The answer this week, of course, was true that not only are we guaranteed a Republican form of government by the U.S. Constitution, but across the U.S., state and federal laws specifically require government meetings to be open to the public. Make sure, if you want more information, to check out that full episode from Tuesday, our Way to Get Involved challenge from yesterday, and our Freedom Fighting Tools tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us. Catherine Henry, Constitutional Attorney for Restore Freedom Weekly. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and share Restore Freedom.